You're listening to Fresh Oil, a podcast that examines the human condition while coming to terms with the purpose of life. Hello, you're listening to Fresh Oil with Billy Delaney. This is episode number 10. Today, we're taking a look at a subject that came up during the week from an episode that I was involved with with another uh, podcast, and it dealt with the idea of, are you a generalist or a specialist? Today on the podcast, we're going to take a look at that, the ramifications, the implications, and all that may be involved for the one-person business and their efforts to make a good living. Okay, so when you open up the podcast episode and you see the artwork on the show today, I have a guy sitting at a computer terminal, and behind him in shadow are a bunch of men and women. And I have this question posed. Is this a specialist looking for a generalist, or a generalist looking for a specialist? That it will depend upon who is sitting at the computer. That's what determines who the people in the background represent. And I'll get into why this is the podcast for today in just a minute. So, why generalists and specialists need each other? And they're out there, and we meet them all the time. And you'll get examples today on the podcast. We'll be talking about Steve Jobs. We'll be talking about Henry Ford. We'll be talking about Nikola Tesla and some other things and show you how they met, worked, and produced and they were both different. So life serves up an interesting conundrum. Should you be a specialist, taking on one subject matter, drilling down to the bottom of it, knowing everything about it, or should you be a generalist that knows a lot about a lot of things and then go looking for help whenever you can't drill down deep enough in the knowledge criteria? And this question was posed on a podcast that caused the host to ponder the answer. And when I reviewed the podcast, this was generally their review. Why is this episode going off the charts? What's so unusual about this episode? Well, having recently interviewed the author of these questions, Jamie Solati, I decided to review the show that she shares with John Gregory Olson because it begged an answer. And I was immediately struck by several considerations of my own. And we're going to go get to that in just a minute. So, (laughs) growing up, we had a saying in Northern Ireland and across the general British Isles. He is a jack of all trades, but a master of none. And the idea was that they could do, that's the person being referred to as a jack of all trades, they could do many things well, but no one thing with mastery. And you'll see that I think This statement should really say, jack of all trades or master of one. And what I mean by this is that most generalists are wrapped around a specialty. But seldom are specialists geared the same way. 
and I never really grabbed the essentials of this moniker until I realized something about myself. There was a time when I set out to master one thing, or at least made it my specific objective to master it as much as I was capable of doing. And I was in Belfast, the early 70s, standing in 13 Malone Place, the early hours of the morning, my mom beside me, and I had a Bible in my hand, the unknown book. And I told her I was going to learn what was in this book. I was going to understand how it was put together. I was going to understand, if I humanly could, what its treasures were. And 35 years later, 35 years, I believe that I've met that goal. Now, along the way, I picked up the generalist's bent. I was interested in everything and curious about too many things. I examined life, living, work, play, and more. But often, I would lose interest in going beyond proficiency in the matter. And now I know why. I knew what I wanted to know. It was enough for me to know. And that was it. My satiated curiosity left me free to check something else out. There was nothing wrong with this. It's just that I only had one ladder I really wanted to climb, and that was the unknown book. I later learned that it was the walls that need to be moved. So let's look at that. Whenever we compare this idea of are you a specialist or a generalist, there's a good illustration that shows that. Are you one inch wide and 10 miles deep regarding a specific thing that you do in your business? Well, then that would, that would make you a specialist. And they are the one inch wide and one mile deep people. They have the intricacies of the specialty. Your customer needs this, but often the generalist can't supply it. So you go to the ladder, the specialist, and you barter a deal. What do I mean by that? Well, if you're a generalist and you're looking at a customer and they have a want and you believe you can provide that want for them, and then you realize that the want really, as often as the case, isn't what they say it is, and you need some special help whenever you discover the real want behind the one that they say it is, and you should always watch what people do, not what they say when they talk about a want, because... <laughs> They're not the same thing. <laughs> not in spiritual, material, or soul values. They're not the same thing. So the, the generalist is often one inch deep and ten miles wide. And in the generalist, they have the intricacies of a wide general competency that are all interlocked. And if you look at social media, somebody that has a very wide, broad grasp of that would be a generalist, and they may have a specific specialty that inside that they're wrapped around. And they have what the specialists don't, and they need it. So you go to the wall of the ladder, and or the wall of the ladder must come to you. What does that mean? The generalist has to find the specialist that can help him, and the specialist has to find the generalist that can help him. Now here is an example to bring this down into where the rest of us can eat the grass. Tesla and Edison. 
A lot of people don't know much about Nikola Tesla, but he was the latter. Without him, Edison could not light his bulb or safely deliver current over long distances because Edison was all for DC current and it wasn't going to fly. Well, Tesla had developed alternating or AC current and Edison didn't own it. <laughs> and he was against Tesla because they used to work together. Well, Tesla needed Edison to get a place to build his ladder of expertise in the beginning, and that's what he did. And later on, Edison used this to his advantage whenever he needed him. And boy, did he need him. So you have the person who is the specialist, Nikolai Tesla, and Edison, who is the generalist. Both sharp men, both men coming from different aspects of the same problem, both needing each other to get the job done. Jobs and Wozniak are another example. Jobs was, Jobs was the generalist that saw what the future electronic age would bring. Wozniak was the ladder that Jobs put against that wall to make it happen. Jobs needed Wozniak to build the ladder. Wozniak needed Jobs to get his expertise to market. And here's another couple, although it's a little different. Ford and his business minds. You know, when Ford was in being accused of being a dunce, an idiot. And in the court of law, he turned around and they asked him how smart he was. And he says, I'm not that bright, but I'm smart enough to know that when I don't understand a problem, I go by men that know how to do it. So if I'm smart enough to do that, how can I be stupid? Ford saw the wall for the cars coming. His, his engineers built the ladder. Ford created the assembly line and the engineers built the ladders he saw and needed to produce it. You should read the story about the V8 engine for more examples of that. And then there's you. Are you a specialist? Find your generalist who faces the same wall or similar in his business or in his life and pair up. Form a co-op. Let the generalist find the walls. Then you bring the ladders to them and the reverse, if you're a generalist, <laughs> go find your specialist. <laughs> it's not so easy, but it's worth the work. Each specialist needs to find the right generalist or selection of generalists to work with. Same for the generalist. They need their ladder-building specialists as well. And when this happens, clients, business, products, income can be served. But specialists and generalists often are one man or one woman shows, and the costs are too high to share the revenue of business with another. So going alone takes at its toll, and it doesn't matter what kind of business you're in. Many a pastor is a generalist with one specific specialty. Many a small business owner is a generalist with a specific specialty that drives their business. But today, there's way too many generalities to try and learn. Do you Facebook? Do you Twitter? Do you Pinterest? Do you use LinkedIn? Are you podcasting? Are you blogging? Do you do direct mail? Are you doing email marketing? Do you have a newsletter? And every single one of those things can be an inch wide and a mile deep. But when you're the generalist, that's why you're a mile wide and an inch deep. You know enough to be proficient, but you need the help of a specialist. 
That's why there's all these businesses telling you how to do it for you. For a fee, of course. (laughs) So let's get back to the podcast. One more thing. Of course, there's always an exception to the rule of the generalist and the specialist. And once in a while, you get an exceptional specialist who is an extraordinary generalist. And that's for another day. And we will be revisiting that somewhere in the near future because it's worth talking about on its own. So the podcast in consideration is the heart of marketing. And I'm a fan. I left a review. I think that what they're doing there is valuable. But they did this podcast and they couldn't understand why episode 71 went off the charts. I think it was 700 and plus downloads and counting. For a new podcast, one episode like that is, that's pretty big. And they couldn't see the woods and the trees for the ladders that they were using. Their audience was telling them something, yelling something at them. Fundamentally, what they were saying is, this is the content we're interested in. Give us more. Because we're the generalists and the specialists, and we're the inch deep and a mile wide and a, <laughs> and a mile wide and an inch deep, trying to figure out how this happens, and you've hit the raw nerve. We want to know more. They needed to find out why, and they want you to, to provide how. This was a red-letter podcast, and it has a product in it. Because here was the demand. The download shows that. Because the wall has spoken. Give them more help with this subject. Somebody told them about it. It stood out above all their other podcasts. So I'd get together with your specialist skills and give them a product that meets the wall's needs. But what if instead... You get a lot of people with ladders and sort out who should climb what wall. Save everyone the trouble of doing something they don't want to do. So here's what I'm talking about. Small business owners who listen to this podcast learn something about themselves. They learned they were either a specialist who couldn't understand that they needed to climb many walls and that the generous was the one who could help them find the walls to climb. Often and usually the specialist doesn't like to do that kind of stuff like find walls. And the generalist doesn't have the time to build all the ladders they need for all the walls there are to be climbed to succeed in their business goals. So here's something a little closer to home. I've been thinking about this topic for years. My ladder in the wrong wall. You may have heard the anecdote about the ladder and the wall. You specialize in building a ladder to climb a wall, yet you learn something in the doing of that. The ladder's okay. More than often is not. But the wall isn't. I climbed, I built a ladder and climbed a wall. And do you know what I found out? It was the wrong wall. So you either move the ladder to another wall or move the wall and replace it with another one. Sounds the same, but it's not. See, moving a ladder, it's you pick it up and you go off and you go looking. and it'll be t- Or you move the wall and replace it with another. A lot of people try to move walls, and they're kind of permanent. You're not going to fix them or change them. 
you're better off taking your ladder and finding a wall that wants you to climb it. Which one do you think I undertook? So those two classes of people need each other, and the issues are simple. Which one are you good at, and which one should you leave alone? Are you good at generalities? And I do not belittle that like it's a lesser virtue. Knowing a wide deal about a lot of things to a level of competency doesn't diminish the need. Being specific in one thing and knowing that specialty inside, outside, upside down doesn't limit you except in some things. But together, you can work it. So here's, here's another look at that. Snakes and Ladders, a game I used to play. There was a game we played in my youth called Snakes and Ladders. You would roll the dice, land on a ladder, and go up to the next place. It might be a good thing or land you on a bad thing. You might have to go back three steps, go forward two steps, miss a turn, something like that. And you roll the dice, land on a snake, and go down the snake to the end of its tail, you go. <laughs> the winner got to the end of the squares. It's a bit arbitrary. Depends on how you rolled the dice, the numbers you pulled up. Not unlike life. On the podcast under discussion, they were discussing maybe without knowing the game. The small, the small business owner by nature of the ladders and walls, he must be a generalist because they take all the business that they are competent to deliver. And problems arise when they're not specialists in some of the work needed to complete the assignments for pay. So off you hurriedly go to find a person with a specific ladder, one that you don't have all the rungs to or time to build. So we have ladders and walls, specialists and generalists. This is where the idea of networking could be used best. Instead of finding business for others within a group through endorsements, find specialists and generalists to combine to climb walls for customers who can't. And this all comes down to two things, time and money. Who has enough of both? <laughs> they usually don't exist in my world, both together at the same time, and probably not in yours. And if you listen to Jamie Salati's insights on episode 50 or episode 21 regarding this issue, it's plain to me. The audience has a major problem with these two factors. They know they can't be both expert and generalist at the same time in everything. I see a wall of opportunity here. Now coming back to my dilemma, I build and built a ladder. I knew the wall wasn't exactly interested in the expertise I could deliver. In fact, the wall was totally the wrong one. I'd learned and gathered my expertise for the wrong audience, people or wall. I couldn't stay against this wall. I had to find another or other walls. So I moved the wall. <laughs> None wrong with the ladder. So I climbed down, a humbling experience, and walked away. And then I decided to find the right wall before I put the ladder up against it and climb again. What am I saying? Direct marketing and internet marketing are a great match for specialists and generalists. And for the majority of people, they're doing it back to front. They're taking their specialty 
and trying to find a wall. Whereas the direct marketer finds the wall that has a want and they build a specialty to meet it. I saw this wall during an eight-minute speech I gave in Tennessee. People, real hard-working people, were there to gather more. More information, more expertise, more insights and ladder connections. But something else was wanting, and I saw it. I tuned them back into my ladder and my expertise when I talked about the spirituality of social media, and they wanted more. Alas, was not the time, but I did not close my eyes. It just took time to become a better generalist regarding the new snakes and ladders of social media, and then some. <laughs> so I became fresh oil, a generalist wrapped around a specialty. I have lived wide and ranged far in my curiosities and studies, yet I gave myself to one pursuit, learning as I could the contents of the unknown book, and then applying that to the age I live in and help people find their way. The ladders that I don't have, I find. And then I get permission to share them or use them for both them and my benefit. So whenever I read this review and listened to the podcast at the Heart of Marketing, and I saw this and I considered this, it became today's podcast. I could have called Jamie up and said, here's what I think. But I wanted it to be there as something I can refer back to in the future. Because you see, in my world, my ladder is against the wall of the modern times we live in. And people are struggling to navigate the human condition. And they are lost at how to come to terms with the purpose of life. Let me tell you, if you think that earning a wad of cash is the answer to living, you're wrong. If you think being internet famous or having prestige falling off of you like honey tripping off of a hive, you're wrong. If you understand how to navigate this thing called life and have come to terms with the purpose of it, everything else is the extra. And you can't go alone there's an answer provided for you. And on next week's podcast, to round out the year, I'm going to be talking about the purpose of the unknown book. And I'll say this, do not look for a religious treatise. Do not expect it to be some saccharine, general, pastoral, religious homily. It's a hard-nosed, political historical narrative of the purpose of that book. I hope you tune in to hear about it. It took me 35 years and change to come to that point of view. See you next week. You've been listening to Fresh Oil with Billy Delaney. Thanks for pressing play.